is the SVT Podcast, a podcast for members of Swansea Vale Tri, brought to you by Mark Barrow and Tom Davis, bringing you the latest news and updates from within the club, along with some very poor banter. Now get yourself on that bike or put the trainers on and listen to the latest news from the club with the best kit in Wales. I'll say it again. Also, Welsh Tri Club of the Year. <laughs> Need to get it updated. Ah, <laughs> oh, we do, we do. How are we, Tom? I'm not bad. Yeah, you? Yeah. Well, good. Thanks. Well, good, pal. Mate, we leave these uh, podcasts right to the death, don't we? This is August's edition of the SVT podcast, and what's what's the date? <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me guess. This has got to go out today, then. <laughs> Yeah, it's the thirty first of August. So we like, Shit. <laughs> we need, we need to get one in. That's right. Yeah, classmate. So welcome everybody. Sorry, it's been well. How long has it been? It's not that it's long. After, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's only been about three, three or four weeks, isn't it? So we did one after Ironman Swansea, and that was at the beginning of the month, wasn't it? So yeah, that really. was like that was like April's podcast or something, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, show sponsors. No show sponsors this month. But keep keep uh, tuned because we may have some great news uh, about sponsorship uh, coming very soon. Oh, look out. I look forward I to know. hearing that because yeah. I haven't got a clue what you're on about. No, I can't divulge any information at the minute. But uh, yeah, so that'd be great if that comes out. Uh, what else have we got? General chat. So how, how was Tom keeping? How was the training going, mate? Our training's really good, <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, I've been really consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Of doing nothing. Yeah, sweet <laughs> FA. <laughs> class, mate, class. Mate, are you missing training? No. No. I don't I don't blame you because we are we are now at the point the end of training or just finished the point the end of training. Yeah. Prime Prime Wales. And I am getting sick of it, man. Yeah. I, I've got to be honest though, like um having seen some of the events and uh, that that's the when I, I start to get a little bit kind of edgy on it is when I start to see the events and you know there's some good chat going on and I can't really join in on it and yeah um, but ge- generally week to week I'm not really missing it that much although I would say my eagerness to train is starting to kind of grow a bit okay so um yeah fantastic yeah no I think like I said before I think it's a it's a lifestyle. You know, yeah. and when you when you come out of that lifestyle and and your life's all changed, it's like mm. you, you start that you, you know you do start to miss it. So, yeah, you know, I'm I've come on the back of uh, well, this is my third end of the third uh, big week. So, I've had, well, I say big, it's big for me. You know, mm. I think I've had a, thir- a thirteen hour week and two fifth two fifteen hour weeks. Solid. Uh, yeah, and now and now it's uh, now it's starting to reduce the training uh, and then taper next week. So. Yeah, I am. I am. You know, it's compared to others, it's not. It's not a lot, but yeah, it is getting my. You know, do my head in. So, uh, <laughs> do, do sure, you know? I'm do sure you know when you first started tra- training for Ironman Wales? Were you yeah. doing more than what you're doing now? Uh don't know. I, I don't think I was because when I first started doing it, oh, we talked about me again. <laughs> Sorry, well, like, I, I, I'm only I'm only asking because I know kind of like not that I've been doing it for years and years and years, but I know how kind of my training changed a little bit the more educated I got about what to do. Hundred percent, man. And I don't 100%. think I don't think I needed to do what I'd done to start off with. Well, I didn't need to do a lot more, so I could either done 
the same amount of training but got more out of it or done less and got the same out of it if that makes sense yeah yeah there, there's, there's loads of different ways of training you know you either you know put in loads of miles and build that endurance base mm. uh or you have shorter quality sessions you know yeah when i you know when i first started training in 2015 i was i was a runner doing a triathlon so I was, it was really run heavy because that's what I enjoyed doing and, and that's what I did. And, you know, swimming was once a week if I, if I was lucky and, and a couple of bike rides a week, you know. Yeah. But now the more experience you get, you know, you learn what works for you uh, and you just you just go with it, you know. Yeah. But what, what works for you may not work for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, yeah, looking forward to, like I said, reduced week this week. I think I got a 50-mile bike ride with a small brick on saturday and a 10 mile run on sunday mm. and that's it done done and dusted <laughs> come on the boys yeah, yeah, yeah. how was how was uh, the um the achilles do you know what it's it's okay uh Good. i ha- i haven't been doing pacey runs yeah because it's pointless you yeah. know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be running you know six minute mile and seven minute mile in on race day so what's the point putting the body under that stress, you know, yeah. I'm not going to get much fitter. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to cause more harm than good. So I thought, well, let's just stick to, you know, race day pace, you know, low eight minute miles, eight thirties, maybe nines. Uh, and just, yeah, keep it ticking over. Just nurse my way into the race, you know. Can you divulge any goals or expectations? I can, mate. Yeah. Oh, look! Come on, the boys. <laughs> look out! Oh, I'm I'm putting it out there now. You know, it's going to be sub twelve hours. That's what the goal A is. Yeah. Is sub twelve hours. You know. Uh, yeah, I missed. I was so close last time, and I should have done it, and I didn't. And it's like a monkey on my back. You know, I need to. I need to crack that. Yeah. Uh, twelve hours. You know, the amount of people who said to me, "Oh, you'll do it easy," and I'm like, we. You know, I I don't know. It's it, if if the weather's good and my race goes well, uh, then yeah, I will. But uh, yeah, something could go wrong and yeah. I could I yeah. could miss it again. So, uh, but yeah, sub twelve is my is my goal, and I'll be absolutely landed with that. Uh, and anything more is just a bonus. Yeah, good. Oh yeah, happy days. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. We're only what are we two weeks away or, yeah. or ten days. 10 days. We, uh, actually, while we've been recording, I've just seen on Facebook now that they've released uh, the medal, the medal reveal. Oh, they? I'm on Wales. Yeah. I don't, know I, why, like I don't know why I'm getting excited. but <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's got... So if you go onto the I'm on Wales journey group on Facebook, uh, Aaron from from uh, Both Gold Try, social media guy, uh, it works for Iron Man. He's he's just posted it now, and uh, it's got a spinny insert. I like a spinny insert. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Fair play, looks good. It does look good. I uh, I do like it. I just hope the re- the finishes t shirts. If I do get one, are better than the Swansea ones. Yeah, that'll be class. I do I do think they they miss a little trick, don't they? Like Iron Man, they could they could really kind of turn the. Uh, like the perception of not so much the race, but the experience of 
like when you register in, like the little gifts you get before, the medal, the T-shirt, yeah. you know, like even the bag, you know, like yeah. they, they, they could really just, I think, just do a, do with kind of upgrading some of that stuff. Yeah, do you know what? It's finding the balance, isn't it, of providing good pack, you know, a good merch mm. or, you know, a good bag and, and medal and T-shirt and making it cost effective for them. You know, they yeah. obviously need to make, they obviously need, need to make a profit. But I have noticed uh, over the years, it, it seemed to de- seem to have deteriorated, you yeah. know, back in 15, 16, 17, it just seemed to, you seem to get more bang for your buck. Yeah. You know, but now it's, it's, I'm not sure if it's whether the, uh, I think, is it, is it Chinese owned Iron Man brand now? You know, oh, maybe, so, so I think since they took over, I think, you know, they run it more as a, more as a, uh, a tighter ship, more as a business. Uh, and obviously, you know, try yeah. and make more of a profit, which you understand. Yeah. But yeah, if you go to events like, you know, Outlaw or, you know, I think, you know, it's cheaper race entry and you get better, you yeah. get better kit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they can, they can improve it. Uh, but it, it's so, still, yeah. it's still, it, it doesn't, I don't think that kind of spoils the experience though, because the experience of something like doing Ironman Wales far outweighs the quality yeah. of your bag. Um, yeah. Everybody likes to have a whinge, don't they? Yeah. You know, before race, right? So they like to have a whinge about something. Yeah. But after the race, they'll forget about the bag. Yeah, exactly. You know, because they've because they've experienced that magic that is Ironman Wales. Uh, and yeah, they, so yeah, happy days. Uh, we'll go on to Ironman Wales in a bit. But first of all, we need to welcome new members. You know, we, we might right. need to... Sorry for swearing then. I don't know if I actually... <laughs> that, that, that came out without me knowing then. Um, it's a hell of a list. <laughs> it is a hell of a list. You know, we've had a hell of a lot of new members since... Well, just before Ironman Swansea and since Ironman Swansea, 70.3. It's gone absolutely mental. Uh and that's due to everybody in the club, everybody supporting us at Ironman Swansea. People have obviously seen us and, and have gone, I fancy a bit of that. Uh, and their kit, their kit looks amazing. So let's let's join them. So we have, since Ironman Swansea, we've had 66 new members. Okay. <laughs> so it's mental. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you a shout out. <laughs> you, you can, you can help me with this. Uh, please, okay. Tom. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what, I'll start and we'll do one each. Go on then. Right. Oh, you've, you've worked this out now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, I don't know what, I should have. Right. Welcome to Anthony Williams. Reese Powell. Jonathan Wallace, who's Josh's dad. Suzanne Wallace, Josh's mum. Family affair there. Hey. Uh, Poppy Tidswell. Fionn Davis. Jamie Laundes. Yeah, uh, Craig Hellier, Simon Smith, Adam. Oh, hang on, two line a year. Uh, Rudel, Rudel. Okay, yeah, happy with that. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah, uh, Luke Therafall, uh, Colin Napper, Kyle Evans, Sheridan Court, Jacqueline Fagan Fox, Luke Hughes, Toby Hodson, uh, Aaron Davis. Eli Johnson. Terence Jones. Richard Pelter. Kieran Ashford. Emily Monsey. Monsey. Monsey, yeah. We'll take that one. Mike okay. Tate, a.k.a. Ledge. The Ledge. 
Uh, Mike Tate's sidekick, uh, Clashley's finest, Stu Prenderville. Glyn Meredith. Dom Capel. Andrew Pearson. Daniel Jin. Llewellyn Williams. Ellie Morgan. Dad Gary Morgan. Another family affair there. We go. <laughs> Dewey Owen. Uh, Conrad John. Matthew Lewis. Karen Birdsell. Minor Morgan. Uh, Alexander Simpson. David Lee. Andrew May. Legend. Uh, Hannah Stote. Kirsty Joseph. Stuart Church. Jonathan Yates. Leon Cox. Ed Williams. We're on a roll here. Come on, Math- boys. <laughs> Matthew Waldron. Anna Wake. Oh, I got this one. Tryfon. Tryfion Maddox. Yeah, we, 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 need, right? we need clarification there, don't we? <laughs> Sorry, boy. Um, Carl Morris. Alex Thomas. Lee Harris. Michael Coffey. Mark Baker. Morgan Roberts. Michael Chapman. Miles Thomas. Richard Hughes. Darren Scarlett Davis. Welcome, dude. Paul Morris. Sam Maddock. Ben Chapman. Paul Evans. Cara uh, Madge. Is that right? And, yeah, I think so. I'll yeah. take that. And the one and only, the better half of Team Barrow. My wife. Oh, you, you can you can actually have like the Barrow podcast now if you want. Yes, we team Barrow podcast. <laughs> uh, she's joined. I'm chuffed. I'm absolutely uh, landed. So uh, 66 new members. Absolutely amazing. Blown away. Uh, just like to welcome you all to the club. Uh, as you guess, we don't take things too seriously. Uh, get involved or not with the conversations going on on WhatsApp. There's a few groups. Uh, the main group is SVT Club Chat, which you may want to mute because it is really active. Uh, I, I, t- I tell you something on that. Do you know, since you've had the SVT information group, yeah. I, I find that, that the club chat is a little quieter and a little easier to follow. Good. Good. Well, the all purpose behind the SVT Club information was that, you know, we would use that group uh, to to give out important information that yeah. people need to see. Yeah. Because if if we use the main chat, it'll just go. You know, it'll get, it'll get lost. Get lost. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, that was a good call. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, get involved. You know, uh, one of the reasons uh, behind the uptake of the membership is to guarantee entry in the Swansea Ironman seven point three next year. Uh, how it works is you'll be required to change your tri-club name on your Ironman profile. Okay, so just make sure you do that. Uh, if you haven't got a profile, log on to Ironman.com and create a profile there and select Swansea Try as a club. Uh, the list of all members who wanted to participate next year has already, already been sent to Ironman. So just make sure you do change your club name. Uh, all those members will be sent a link to sign up and we will get that link just before general registration opens, which is great. Uh, what that means is uh, if you're quick, if you're stand, standing by your laptop or phone and that uh, email lands with a link to sign up, then do it straight away because, you know, you'll hit the tier one pricing. Uh, how it works is, you know, X amount of, of, of entries at tier one, then the price goes up to tier two, then three, and then four. So the earlier you sign up, the cheaper the race is going to be. Uh, 
so yeah, don't panic if you know if people in the group said I've had my link uh, and you haven't had yours yet. It may take you know ten to twenty minutes to get through the list and send them out to everybody. So don't go panicking uh, and sign up for general registration. Uh, you will get yours. It's going to be amazing. We've got approximately 125 athletes <laughs> competing at Ironman Swansea 7.3 next year, which is phenomenal. That's over 50% of our members, <laughs> which is like, wow. Brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. You know, we've got some big plans for next year. You know, I'm hoping the race will be just as good as this year. Uh, the support's going to be better. Uh, you know, to see so many people in in club kit, we're just going to take over again, and it's going to be tremendous. Can't wait! Uh, it's going to be awesome. So, those new members who don't know exactly what we do and may have just signed up to get the link, uh, just going to run through the club sessions very, very quickly. Uh, what we do at Swansea Try. So, we've got a, a swim session. Uh, we have a, we have lane time at Morriston Pool. Uh, on a Friday morning between six and seven, and it's first come, first serve. A message will be put in the WhatsApp group, either on a Sunday evening or Monday evening, to ask who wants a slot. Uh, some athletes sit by the phone waiting for the message to come in uh, and then respond straight away. I think this is only 20 spots, so, you know, with a club now of over 200, and you want a swim slot, you need to be quick. Uh, Simon Mali. Normally coaches it every other week. It's a great session to improve your technique. Uh, when Simon isn't coaching, a, another coach will step up and take the session. Uh, it won't be as in-depth as Simon's sessions, but it's a good mix of set of uh, technique, drills, and endurance. It's free if you're a Freedom Leisure member uh, or Armed Forces. Uh, so that's if you're a member of Penland Pool, Marsden, Penrail, uh, you know, the, the Freedom Leisure group then it's free. Uh, if not, it's £4.20 per session and it's paid directly to the leisure centre when you come out. Uh, reason for that is because they are open up, especially for us at six o'clock and the girl at the till isn't ready. So you just walk straight in, into the changing room, uh, do your swim set, go out, give your name and then uh, she'll cross you off the list and you settle up. On a Wednesday evening, uh, Suzanne and Josh Wallace have opened up uh, their... Wednesday evening swim to the club, which is great. Uh, the swim is at Pentravod Swimming Pool. The pool is only a 17-metre pool, uh, and it's perfect if you're new to swimming or if you want a coach to look at, you, uh, at your stroke and improve your technique. Uh, they'll go through the basics with you and get you swimming well enough to maybe attend the Friday swim. Uh, the cost to club members uh, is £3 per person, and that's just to cover their overheads. And the times are between 7 15 and eight, so it's a 45 minute session or eight until 8.45. Uh, if you're new to the sport and you're struggling with swimming, 100% get to that session on a Wednesday evening. Uh, I, I, have- I, th- I think like those shorter pools are a game changer. Uh, and it was a game changer for me as well because I used to swim in DW. And I think mm. that's like a 20 meter pool. Okay. There's a big difference going to a 25 meter pool. Um, yeah. I think, and but it gives you the confidence. Uh, what gives you massive confidence? I think when you go to a shorter, you know, pool, with yeah. good, good push off. You know, before you know it, you're the other side, and 
Keeps your technique nice and solid, I think. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with that, man. Uh, imagine going to the 50 meter, Jesus. Well, that's one of the mistakes I made when I first, when I first started. Um, as I thought I was Billy Big Bollocks, and I go down to uh, the 50 meter pool and uh, I got halfway, and I, it, 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 well, it must have taken me about 10 minutes to get to the other side. <laughs> started, blowing, like, like, yeah. started like a legend, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. Uh, don't forget, we still have access to Glynneath Glyn- Glyn- Lakes. Easy for you to say. You say that every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so use it before it closes. I believe it'll close maybe at the end of October for the winter. What a great location to swim. Uh, we are one of only five tri clubs who've got access. Uh, we try and do a Monday evening as a club. You know, we all go up together uh, and have a swim around the lake there. And that's Monday evening at 6 p.m. Uh the other tri club specific times are a Thursday between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., Friday morning, 7.30 p.m. Sorry, Friday evening, 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then every morning between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. Uh, in order to use lakes, you must sign the club's disclaimer. If you want to sign it and you don't know what it is, just drop a message in the group and one, one of the committee will get back to you. With a disclaimer, uh, so you need to read it, sign it, and send it back. All sessions must be booked on a Brent on Eventbrite, so the club uh, know that we are using it, or the or the sessions are getting used. And you must must go with another person. Uh, it's strictly forbidden to swim alone. Uh, you must also purchase an open water swimming cap, which is now available on the club's website. Uh, it's a bright pink swimming cap, so we can be easily identifiable to the landowner if we are challenged. Uh, so, yeah, I've been swimming up there recently and it's been absolutely amazing. You know, we've had this dry spell of weather and it's crystal clear water. You can see fish swimming underneath you. It's, it's amazing. I love yes. it. Love it. You know, we are so, so lucky to have access to such a good facility, uh, especially now North Dock is out of action due to uh, the algae there. I think it's been out of action for some time and, and looks like it's going to be out of action for the rest of the year. Uh, bike sessions. There's, all, there's always a club ride or three going on a weekend. Uh, it, you know, it's great to see when club mates are going on a ride and putting it up in the group uh, to ask if anybody wants to come along. They they do say, you know, average pace between, you know, 13 and 15 or 15 and 19 or 19 plus, you know. So there's always somebody to go out riding with. So keep an eye on the groups for that. Uh, big thank you to Andrea, who normally takes the new the newbies out. Uh, and she's doing an amazing job. We're so lucky to have her in the club. Uh, she took Joe out twice now. Uh, and she, yeah, Joe's loved uh, having a ride with with Andrea, brilliant. Uh, which is which is great. Uh, big thanks to Mike Tate for inviting us on his coached uh, session, Recce of the Ironman Wales last week. Uh, we did one one big loop and a and a lap of the run, uh, just praying for some same for the same weather on on race day. Uh, that was a really good attended session, and then maybe in the winter we'll be looking at uh, introducing some virtual sessions again. Uh, obviously, during the summer, we like to get out, but as the winter approaches, we may get some Swift or another 
virtual app uh, to get some sessions started. Hey. All right. Yeah, how are you doing? Good. That's like a miracle. I've um, that's I've used just used Zoom, and it's the first time I've done it first time, like logging in. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Let me introduce Lydia. Lydia, Tom, Tom, Lydia. How's it going? All right. Yeah. yeah. Lid, we are we are still going through the club stuff. We we won't be long. All right. So no you can worries. you know if you want to get involved with the chat, you're more than welcome. Thank uh, you. Right, so back to the session. So Run Club, uh, John takes a Run Club on a on a Tuesday night. It's up in Valindra, up by DBD. Uh, so yeah, if you want somebody to run with, then give John a shout. He'll do, you know, if uh, he'll do like a tempo or, or speed session. So if you've got your one tempo speed session a week, then get up there. Uh, I think that's well attended and some we've had some great feedback. And then social run on a Sunday morning. Uh, pick your own route, and we meet back at the Northern Lights Cafe at uh, at the Fenrod Lake at 10 a.m. Uh, for a coffee and a catch-up. So that's the club sessions. On to race results. Uh, not much racing between now and, well, now and uh, I'm on Swansea. Uh, the only race I can find was the Shark Swim, which was last weekend in Swansea Bay. Uh, so well done to the following people uh, who did the 3K Swim. AJ finished fourth, Fionn Davis 11th, Reese Palmer 12th, Dan Evans 15th, Joe O'Shea 23rd, Scott Durrell 30th, Abby Evans 88th, Ian Gabe 98th, Scott Wemsis 148th, and Lisa Starbuck 164th. There was a 1.5k swim, Reese Evans 17th, Kyle Evans 22nd, and then a 750m swim, Scott Roos 7th. Ronnie Owens, 19th, and Helen Hall, 27th. Well done, guys. Brilliant. Uh, we'll go on to the club kit update. Oh, hey. Everybody's favourite uh, subject, our kit. Hey, lads, look at her laughing. Well, so we're delighted to announce uh, that we'll, our kit going forward will be, will be provided by Brav Endurance, uh, for those who live in a cave who are not on social media, Brave Endurance are becoming the go-to uh, triathlon brand and cycling clothing in the UK. We've had a brilliant relationship with Adam and have supported his brand since the beginning in 2017. And we wanted to be the first tri-club with custom Brave kit. Uh, but unfortunately, he promised another tri-club, Ron the Tri first. Nice one, Adam. Uh, uh, we've worked very hard as a lot of to and fro in back and forward designing a new kit uh, and we just wanted to make sure it was spot on we didn't want to make a change to the design for now as it's not fair on people who have just bought kit or are new to the club uh, and then you know they just bought a new kit and then we change it so we're going to leave the design as it is and it's working best best kit in Wales so why so why change exactly uh, uh, so don't forget we've arranged a try kit day get it Try get uh, yeah, nice one. Yeah, just good me. Done. <laughs> <Good bad. laughs> well done, Mark. Well done, Mark. <laughs> Chucking some comedy there. Uh, so we've arranged a tri kit day for this Saturday, third September at two p.m. at Mainway Fitness in the Enterprise Park. Pop in and try all the all the brave stuff, uh, so you know the exact sizing to go for when you do place an order. You can place an order on the day. Uh, and now he does Klarna, so you can spread the payments over a few months. Uh, we've got a full range of custom gear, including new visors, 
We all have a visor, don't we, uh, Lid? I haven't got one. What? I know. Unbelievable. All socks. <laughs> I said I'd do a sock exchange, though. I'll give you some pass and fit one. We'll have to sort that out, 100%. Uh, running caps, gloves, arm warmers, new SVT barber hats, and many more things to come over the next few months. Uh, so I'm really excited to partner with Brav, uh, and we hope it's just the start of a long-lasting partnership. On to club discounts and club partner of the month. Uh, I've got nobody really, but we just did give an Ironman place. Uh, we had a free Ironman spot, and well done to Alistair Massey, uh, who won that prize draw and chose Ironman Cassias in Portugal. Great little event that will be. Uh, weather's going to be looking lovely, and yeah, good luck to him for that. Uh, on to Ironman Wales, quickly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be class. Ten days away. Uh, just some advice. You know, trust your training. Think of it as a long training day and don't go chasing the time or other athletes. Lid, you can pipe up if you, uh, you know, agree or disagree. Uh all the hard work is done, months and months of training. Uh, and for some, it's been three years in training because of the of the uh, pandemic. Uh, so just make sure you go out and get the job done and get to that finish line. Stop looking at the weather apps. You know, we've all looked at them now over the last few days. Uh, and it changes every bloody day. Every hour. At the minute, yeah, at the minute, it looks dry. Yesterday, it was hammering down the gale force winds. And today, it's looking, it's looking dry. Uh, yeah, it's just going to pickle your head. So, so don't look at the weather. Uh, everyone will be in the same boat. Yes, we all want perfect weather, but if it's not, it's not. Uh, it'll just make the race harder to complete, which will make you double hard. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. On on the morning, get down to the swim early, relax, find some space, and get into a rhythm. Enjoy the run up to T one. It's one of the best experiences of the day. Uh, don't go get too through- fast. Don't well, yeah, well, right. I've I've written you now. Don't go too well, don't go too fast, but you can train for months and months to improve your swim time by a couple of minutes, right? And and put loads of effort in to get a better swim and then lose it all on transition. So what's what's the point? You want to get through a transition, you know, you want to sample the atmosphere and you want to wave to people, but yeah, you want to try and get through that zigzag up through town in the transition as quick as you can. Yeah, I, I think I took that a little bit too far when I'd done it and I nearly collapsed and I got to the top of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, once you're on the bike, just relax. You know, Remember your nutrition, sat, your nutrition strategy. Don't start, and don't start eating or drinking until you're on that road towards Kiln Park, until you're out of town. Otherwise, you may come off your bike. Uh, I'm not mentioning no names. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the second loop is always going to hurt, so stay controlled on the first loop. Save something back for the second. Uh, yeah, and if you need to, there's no harm in getting off the bike and pushing it up the hills at, on on Wiseman's. You know, I've seen loads loads of people do it. So yeah, don't don't feel like you have to cycle up there. Enjoy Stoneless for climb. It's one of the best feelings of the day. You know, agree, Tom. Hundred percent. Oh, it's, it's absolutely tremendous. Yeah. You know, it is it is that that. Uh, Latour feeling, people tapping you on the back, running by the side of you, get you up that hill. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's almost hard to like just hold back a little bit going up there, isn't it? It, it is. You get carried away yeah. and 
you're just you're buzzing you know you're, you're bloody you know i'm fist bumping and yeah. you know the, the works so yeah <laughs> it's 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 going to be class and don't don't forget to smile and wave as your family and friends because they've been standing there all day since you since watching you come out the swim yeah and gone you know? through everything over the last year of yeah, exactly you've been yeah. up to the house and everything so. yeah so you got to share it with them as well definitely uh the run run's going to be tough we all know it's a tough course uh don't go mad on a first lap Again, stay controlled and stay on target pace. Remember to continue with nutrition and hydration. Walk the feed stations if you need to. Uh, the second, third, and half of the fourth lap will be hell. But as soon as you get that fourth lap band, then it's all downhill to the finish, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, enjoy that red carpet. You know, Again, make sure you find your family and friends and, and uh, embrace, embrace that finish line feeling. And don't forget to throw the shaka as he crossed in the line. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm just going to give a shout out to the, to the members who are doing it. We haven't got as many as we did in Swansea, thankfully, otherwise we'd be here all day, but uh, good luck to the following athletes, James Ollison, uh, Nathaniel Casey, Scott Durrell, Reese Evans, Nathan Toft, Sam Evans, Ashley Long, Chris Whitcomb, Adam Lake, Dan Evans, Craig Ellery, Jason Truman, Matt Anthony, Craig Hellier, Tom Davis. Tom Davis, are you doing it? I might bollocks. Let me just uh, <laughs> let, let me just cross you off. Big oh, fat nice. line through that one. <laughs> DMS. <laughs> Kevin Davis, Jordan Discombe, Ben Williams, Simon Smith, Derby Sleeman, Arwell Hughes, Matthew Thomas, Owen Humphreys, Ian Gabe, Ian Lloyd, Dom Capel, Hugh Bevan, Paul Harris, Mike Tate, Angel Scallion, Flo Barrett, Emily Marchant, Abby Evans, and the one and only Jane Arnold. Uh, we will be meeting up on Saturday before the race for a squad picture, maybe on North Beach or somewhere on the course. So keep an eye out for that. And a few of us are staying over on the Monday night. So if you're up for brekkie on the Monday morning, get a fry up down us and get on it. So uh, finish T-shirts, medal, the lot. It just uh, quickly there, uh, you kind of brushed over uh, one name there. Well, I don't want to give myself a shout out, do I? Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> Mate, people are fed up a year about me. Yeah, I wasn't actually referring to you. Oh, who else? Who else did I miss out? Uh, Jordan. No, I said George. No, I, I know, but as in he wasn't on it originally, was he? The... He wasn't on originally, the swine. <laughs> so so the story goes is that he, he entered back in March and didn't tell me. Told everybody else. Wanted to, wanted to keep it from me. Uh for reasons unknown. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's actually doing it. So it's on again. I'm going to make it 39-0. <laughs> Look at uh, it. I know. Right, on to guest, special guest. We haven't had any guests, really, have we? What do you mean? We've had a couple. Uh, ooh. 40. 40. Nathan Ford, yeah. <laughs> that was only, that's, that's the only one we've had, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and some other members as well. Have we? Yeah, no, but this member. Yeah, first uh, celebrity guest, I'd, I'd say. It is a celebrity guest. Yeah. That's a little bit too far, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the one and only Lydia Dant. Welcome, Lyd. All right, thank you very much for having me on. How, how are you keeping? Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Sort of been kicking along after after Swansea. Yeah, you did Vichy after Swansea, didn't you? Two weeks after? I did, I did. So How'd it no, go? No swim. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was, it was, you know what, the weather was better in Wales than... 
was it? it? Yeah, it rained. So why why was the swim cancelled? Uh, water quality issues. Oh, all right, okay. So they had they had loads of um loads of thunderstorms, um and yeah, they well I know it's like I used to work seven percent water um, yeah. a couple of years ago and. Everything runs off, treatment works going to overdrive and everything. Well, as much yeah. as you try to not let it happen, yeah, loads of stuff goes it happens. We see so it a I'm lot. pretty grateful. I was pretty yeah. grateful that they cancelled the swim in that respect. So is is grateful because of the water quality or is that yeah. weak? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, okay. So it's oh, not... no, I was really disappointed because I really wanted to have another track at the swim again. Yeah. Um, and you change the track on, don't you? So you want to have a go at all three. Exactly. But, um. I wouldn't have wanted to swim in that. No, well, it, it's happening around the UK at the minute, isn't it? You know, all these overflows from from waterworks and that getting pumped into the sea. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, really. It is rather. So yeah, so the weather was definitely better in Swansea. It was a lot sunnier as well. So yeah. It rained on the bike in Beachy. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely better weather. But it was a really good race. So it's one I'd, I'd definitely go back to. Uh, like the whole, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Like the spike course was pretty, pretty awesome. Get to yeah, the rain, but it would be pretty awesome in the dry. And yeah, just the it? atmosphere, not quite obviously on Palace Swansea, but it was still pretty good. Ofs. So I'm going to go go through some some. Uh, I've done some research. Uh, oh dear. So so outlaw half winner. Yep. Ironman Staffordshire age group winner. Yep. And then you turn pro. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. And then Lanzarote Ironman winner. Yep. New bike course record. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, Ironman Swansea runner-up. Three. Uh, Ironman Vichy winner. Uh, and 34th best trash seat in the world and 17th best on the world on the bike. Correct. Fair play. That's some yeah. resume, that, isn't it? It's been quite a good year. Yeah, fair play to you. So how did you get involved in triathlon then, Ed? Um, well, actually, the first race I... Well, I kind of... By accident, you could say. So I'd been like doing cycling for a few years when I was, when I was studying um, at Loughborough. And I, at that point, though, I'm going to caveat this heavily. I thought 10 miles was like a long ride. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've been out for a 10-mile ride like I'm knackered now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of started doing a little bit of cycling when I was when I was there, um, and didn't really get into travel until a few years later. So I'd come back from travelling, started a grown-up job, and decided that I wanted to try something a little bit different to get me back into some form of like structured sport again. So I entered like a local sprint triathlon, had a go at it, and it was quite good fun. Um, but I didn't really ever take it much like further than that. Um, and then it was in 2018. I actually entered Ironman Wales. Oh, wow. Um, that was the one that I wanted to do initially. So this was your second ever triathlon? Well, I never did it. So... Right, okay. But it was going to be your second. <laughs> it was going to be yeah, your second. Well, right, oh, wow. Yeah, pretty much second. Like, like, so, like, because I'd, this was a few years, like, yeah, 2018, a few years ago. I was like, I actually wanted just to like, totally sort my lifestyle out. So at that point, I was sat. Uh, I was just sat like it was after Christmas time, and I sat there thinking, "All right, I don't really want. I want. I want more out of life. Like I'm not yeah. really doing anything. I'd kind of gone through the motions of uh, like finished uni, 
done like the traveling bit, started a, a job, I'd like moved jobs again, so I was in like more, even more corporate, that's when I was working for Trent Water. Um, I was like, oh, I need something, something else going on now. And I was like, okay, so I'll into an Ironman. Like, I've done a bit of like, biking when I was like back in the day, enjoyed that. I was like, it's not too much further. But I like I felt like I needed to do something drastic like that. Yeah. Um and triathlon just seemed to have that alert it. It was a whole challenge piece around it. So I was like, looked at alert and I was like, oh, I'm on Wales, sounds brilliant. Like let's let's do it. it Look really cool. Um and then I decided at that point um that I probably needed to get a coach to actually help me with this. So I think what I'd also found was I just constantly like enter things to do but never really ever like trained properly for it or then seen them through to the best of my ability and I think this was a this was a, this was 100% a knee-jerk reaction to a situation um and I, so I was like okay I need to get a coach so I want to see this through properly and do it well and that's when I then found passion fit so I was quite new to the area in, in Cheltenham um I moved down there for work so I also didn't really know anyone I might not be the most naturally social person, but I genuinely didn't have any friends either. Oh. So, <laughs> let me get my violin. Hold on. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> so, I, like, I actually wanted to like have people to train with uh, instead of being a bit of a loner. Um, yeah. It's different when you move to a totally new area and you haven't got, like, when you're at uni and stuff, you've got that natural friendship group, haven't you? And at school, you've always had a group. I didn't move back to where I grew up from, so I didn't have, like, that sort of. Um, like family or mates around there so I was like right okay I want to find two trainers want to do Ironman Wales want to do it properly so I found passion fit and then uh, started being coached by Lauren and Tom and pretty early on they were like basically you haven't left yourself enough time to radically prepare for an Ironman I was like okay (laughs) I can I can I can see that because this is like April time bearing in mind it's what September isn't it um at that point as well my start point was I couldn't run around the 10k loop that we had uh, without thinking I was about to die. So I remember the first time I did it, we got about 6k in, and I was like, no, I'm probably not going to make it back. I think I'm, I'm done <laughs> stopping at the side of the road thinking I'm about to throw up. So yeah, yeah I can see their point. I probably wasn't going to like, put myself in the best position to, to complete the race, which is my goal. Um, and I also thought about it. I was like, actually, do you know what? I don't want this to just be. Uh, get like finish it just do one race and then it's done again because I just get keep going back into that sort of vicious circle I was in I was like I want to actually enact the same lifestyle change um and have triathlon as the, the vehicle to do that through so I was like okay like that's pretty cool I'll um I'll wait at that point you could get like refund on your entries back then so you could get like and I was like oh, I'll do that I'll just get refund on my entry use that to then uh enter way from the point three instead was like, I'll just get into the 73, get that consistency there with my training first, then see where I'm at so I can have a good off-season and then see where we're at for, for 2019. So that's kind of how it right. started, really. Well, um, it's, it's, uh, 20... it's, good, it's good to see uh, a coaching company manage expectations. You know, to, you know, if you're not yeah. up to scratch to do a full Ironman, you know, it's nice for them to you know, tell you that, you know, it's not going to be achievable rather than kind of, you know, bluffing your way through it. And if you, you know, DNF, then, then, oh, you know, you can try again next year and sign back up with us for a year. So it's great that they've, they've managed 
manage that. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, you always want to enjoy that experience. And I think if I'd have kind of, like you said, if someone had said, oh, we can kind of get you round or um, you wouldn't necessarily, or your DNS, then you wouldn't actually enjoy it and then want to maybe do it again. Yeah. So it also probably helped from that point of view as well. Yeah. And obviously they've built a community uh, around Passion Fit and you you got to know people and train and, and train with people, etc. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounded like a good move. Yeah, it was definitely the best decision. Um, and like you said, that community piece is key. And I think that helps, isn't it? Like you guys find it like motivation. Um, yeah. Like you said, like you, like you group sessions earlier and uh, having an organised run and stuff. It's like nice knowing that there's people that you can train with um, yeah. and having that accountability. Yeah, um, 100%. It, a little bit, it should also be a bit fun, shouldn't it? It should be, yeah. It's not going to be, you know, flat out track sessions and you, you know, you're in the corner spewing. It's, it's, you know, you need to have fun with it as well and and enjoy the lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, so your job before turning pro was corporate. Yeah. Yeah. When? Sorry, when, when, did t- when did you turn pro? Was it this year? Uh, late last year, like October last year. Okay. And how is it? How's that transition been? It's been all right. I left my job in. Um, April last year, I think, okay. and then set up. Um, it's cha- it was changed names recently, but passion fitting, so bike fitting business. Um, to try and support myself through that. So that was before I turned pro. I'd already left my job and. Oh, you did that <laughs> before? Oh, okay, fantastic. Yeah, um, and already set up like <laughs> that that business, um, the bike fitting business as well. And then it was in October that I. Um, decided to take my pro license so didn't immediately take it after outlaw outlaw was the gateway event where i could have applied straight away for it um but i just decided to wait because i didn't want to just take it because i could have it i wanted to make sure it was actually like the right decision rather than thinking oh that's quite good i can go and do that thing it was actually what was the driver and the why underpinning wanting to take it um instead of like staying in racing age group which i was also enjoying as well yeah um, no it yeah. was great that great that you had that bike bike fitting business already there so yeah. you know it's you know so it, it wasn't a case of right okay i'm turning pro i need to f- you know finish my full-time job and how am i going to get income now you know you already that yeah. you already had that as a as a thing so how important is a bike fit lid um i think it's incredibly important 100%. i think it's the it's the most important thing you can do when you get a bike or if you have a bike is to get a bike fit Correct There's answer. a lot of things. Yes, it is. I wonder what I do for a job. Um, <laughs> which is one of the things is like we can resolve so many issues. And the, the key thing to me with it was actually you want to enjoy riding your bike. So if you're uncomfortable or like not wanting to be on it or motivated to, to enjoy it, then oh, get a bike it and it'll help to resolve it. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to help people with that process. So it's so important. Like I didn't know when, like I said earlier, when I started cycling. Um, back in like 2009 I had no idea where deciding to buy a road bike would then take me so I would never be sitting if I'd have never if I'd not bought that bike and enjoyed it as much as I did I wouldn't be sitting here like chatting to you guys today yeah um, and that's what the magic is to me it's like well helping someone with their bike fit and if they continue to ride their bike and get more enjoyment out of them you just don't know what they would yeah. go on to achieve so no, that's what I love about it is just being able to help people get the most out of their bike and like however that looks 
Yeah. So you do bike fitting for, you know, new people who have just bought a bike up to, you know, your time trialists, you know, and getting low CDA and aero and all that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone across the board. Um, so like anyone who's just got a bike, just wants to check like saddle height, correct, handlebar position through to, like you said, like the sort of aerodynamics and optimization piece that yeah. I've done through my own life experience um, and applied to my own bikes. And yeah, looking at how we can improve anything, um, find a few watts here and everywhere. So, you, know, yeah. it, 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 you, you go down a rabbit hole when you, when you look about bike fitting and, 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 and you get a decent bike fit. You know, I've I've noticed since I've had a proper bike fit, I've noticed my power's gone down, but my speed has gone up. You know, yeah. and it's all down to aerodynamics. So it's really important, you yeah. know, to be to be aero. Uh, you know, and to work on you know, like you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at wax chains and 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 uh, you know the, these easy yeah. covers for the for the crank arms and you know it's just like it's a minefield. You know, you can spend. You know, you know, hours and hours and hundreds of pounds just on 0.5 of a watt or something, you know. Uh, okay. But it all adds up, though, doesn't it? It does all add up. It's, it is nuts. Like, I've got, um, I mean, you can't see it, but, like, a whole little, it looks like a little, like, chemistry set going on. We've got yeah. all my <laughs> ultrasonic penis and chain. Oh, wow. And, uh, wax or a chain waxing, denatured alcohol. Like, <laughs> the lot of trying to... Actually, how how can I get this chain as clean as possible and wax it? They're all hanging up. There. <laughs> Love like, that. You get properly into it, don't you? Like all the technical oh, yeah. details of it. And um, like recently, like I've gone for a whole optimization piece. I won't bore you the details on on my on my Cervelo, but I I went through and like, it was like, okay, how can I make sure like I can cost benefit the actual upgrade in terms of what and whether that's just some of it like. Cause I, I did succumb to oversized jockey wheels. Did like you? I, I, I up until it was just before I ran Lanzarote. Actually, I was like, okay, I'm just going to bling it out uh, yeah. properly because I have resisted up until that point. And even if I decide, I was like, even if it's mental what, like because you've got it. Mm. it so how many watts is help. how many watts is an oversized jockey wheel? I did it. I've got a table of it actually. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got it's yeah. got to be about one, <laughs> one or two watts, isn't it? you know. So I've got a, I've got a table of it, so uh, apparently zero point two watts. So it is zero point two, not even this one watt. This is a few years after this is from workshop. It's like, I think it was twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah, the over, oh no, that was uh, oh no, the overall was a two point four. That oh, was it? I read the wrong line. Yeah, two point four watts. They're saying at a cost of four hundred and twenty five pounds, that's one hundred seventy five pounds per watt. Yeah, it's all about. So it's the second most expensive upgrade you can make. And what's the cheapest upgrade you can make to get more watts? Um, well, I say sleep. Sleep. Because that's free. Yeah. Yeah. That's free, isn't it? And in terms of like recovery and benefit, that's probably going to be the cheapest upgrade. Yeah. On this table, they're saying uncovered shoes is a watt saving of 1.4, um, which takes about £10 per watt. Wow. My other thing is, you think, just closing your mouth is probably going to save you a few watts. Is what? Closing your mouth. Closing your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you, you'd be you, screwed, Barrow, with that. You would. No, hey, you'd be screwed. <laughs> because she was, she was, all the photos I see now around Swansea, she's got a massive smile on her face. So Which you, is rare. <laughs> <laughs> you could have won. Oh, I know, I know. I will sort of thing, say I do is down with every smiling. 
most my race photos come out awfully. Like oh, I need to, that's one of my that was one of my things in my race feedback to Beecher. So it was like like I put like when I write my race views up myself um, and my coach were like, what my next action? And one of them is working on my run face. It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's just awful, yeah. Uh, so yeah, work in progress. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, right. So we've answered how a passion of it help you get your pro license. We've gone through that. Uh, so are you coached by Lauren or Tom now, or both? I'm coached by Tom now. Right. It was Lauren at the start, wasn't it? Yeah, it was initially Lauren when I first started the passion of So why the transition to 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 Tom is it because when you turn pro then it needs to be a bit more no, intense a few years ago like uh, this is quite early on I think within like six months actually I transitioned to Tom just like the um, like I don't know it sort of naturally happened really yeah. um, I think when I was starting to like see like levels of progression because I mean like both Lauren and Tom coach a really wide range of athletes um, and what they do is look at like the sort of personality tied to the athlete like their goals etc to then work out um where they might be best suited but personality seems to come down to it quite quite a lot um so for me i was i could see i was kind of looking at that performance improvement piece and what i could do but a lot of what tom does with his athletes is work on the more mindset um side of it um and that's where the biggest development point was for me like i started to establish that baseline of consistency with training so then it started to move to how are you thinking about what you're doing, why you're doing, all of the other like sort of behavioural piece around it. Well, that's so next level that stuff, isn't it? The psychological. It's been quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Fair play. I, I've totally changed as a person from when I first started to to where I am now. Like, yeah. I can barely recognise yeah. myself across so many <laughs> different levels. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like a natural transition between the two coaches. Um, that's why it's great to have the uh, diversity that we do because sometimes people like we do see a few athletes we have transition to like one or the other yeah. um, like just for which is the best fit or which is the most suitable coach for that moment in time as well we've got yeah. very very different styles yeah I bet so, yeah <laughs> well whenever I see Tom's Tom sessions on Instagram they look savage you know he's on that treadmill yeah. and, and he's, go, he's going for it you know threshold all the way yeah, yeah, it was not not always like the set intensity is quite surprising actually. You've already like looked at what we actually do. A lot of it is uh, quite low intensity, yeah. and we're super simple. We've got like a phrase that we always use because um, we have like three virtual sessions a week on the bike, and one of the phrases we often use is better to be ten percent under rather than one percent over. over. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's favourite for race day, isn't it? Brilliant. Uh- on to Ironman Swansea. Yeah. Highlight of the year. Highlight of the year. Have you still got your Welsh tattoo? Uh, no, it's kind <laughs> that of was gone. class. <laughs> that was class. Do you know what? I will say before we go on, on to Ironman Swansea, you know, it's so good to see a pro athlete uh, be involved, savour the atmosphere, get involved with the club band, uh, you know, acknowledge clubs. You know, it was so refreshing, so refreshing to see. Uh, and it just made the event. What was your oh, experience? You guys made the event. <laughs> no, no, it was... It was, it was awesome. <laughs> no, it was good to have that back and forth, you know? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, what it was, was good about, isn't it? 
It should be about, yeah. And, you know, I'm not, not naming any names, but there's some pro, pro athletes out there who just come like, you know, okay, Brownlee, you know, he, he came, he's very serious. He came, smashed the course. And then soon, as soon as the race finished podium and he was gone, you know, I know he had other commitments, but mm. you know, he's very, very straight face where, where you were just smiling all the way around. You were, you know, you, you, you were, you were getting involved, you know, acknowledging supporters uh, and the, the uh, award ceremony was brilliant. It was, it was hilarious. I, I, keep, <laughs> I do watch the video. We've got some of it on video as well. I just keep watching them back because it's yeah. just like the best moments ever. But like to me, that's what it should be about is like it's a privilege for everyone, for all of us to be at that start line and to be able to do what we do. Like that's the way I see it. It's like everyone who's, who races at Swansea, like everyone's prepared, everyone's done what they need to to get to that start line. You just want to enjoy, like, that day. The, the moment, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of, like, I take it very, very seriously what I do, but equally there's that balance, isn't there, between it, of actually just enjoying and remembering it's a privilege Yeah. Um, to be able to go out there and, and swim, bike, run. And so, like, one of the things I suppose to get really, really caught up with thinking, like, getting stressed about, I get nervous, I get really, really nervous about race days, but I didn't want that to cripple my level of enjoyment that I had for being there yeah. and that's what I try, really tried to do this year is think actually you know what I've done what I need to do and just be confident with that and just think actually there's nothing else I can do now so how do I want to look back on like the race and like the week leading up to it etc and you just want to enjoy it because you don't know which race is going to be the last one you might ever have mm. so if, if you race if you like take that moment as if it's going to be the last race you ever have, then how do you want to look back and see it? Mm. And that's just to make sure you've made the most of every opportunity and seconds that you have out on the course. Brilliant. Um, yeah, hundred percent agree. So, what do you think of the course? I think uh, I can tell you <laughs> what. I think Ironman Swansea seventy point three has got potential. I know I'm not a well-travelled athlete. I'll give you that, but it's got potential to be one of the best seventy point threes in the UK. I'd agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, gosh, that, like, the swim, the swim locations worked really well, I thought. Yeah. I thought that was, that was pretty epic as a place to start. And what I always think about from both sides is, like, that spectator experience there. Because, like, it was good, wasn't it? Because you were pretty much quite close to everything from, like, swim. You could look at it from all angles. Yeah. It was quite rare. Um, and then, like, coming over the bridge was pretty cool. And yeah. there was through the people there as well, spectating. And then, the bike was something else. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I went and wrecked it. Yeah. To, to have a look. Yeah, because there's been loads of chat about it, I hadn't there beforehand. Bike, um, uh, TT or road bike, etc. TT route or mountain bike. Or mountain bike. Yeah. <laughs> or gravel bike. <laughs> you can do that at one point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just beautiful. Yeah, going, going back to the swim, I, uh, we were standing there waiting to start. And uh, I think... It was during the Welsh, Nath- Welsh national anthem. Some guy just got up, uh, and you think I think he just woke up. He was he was obviously living in one of the flats, and he uh, and he come out he come out his back, and he, he rubs his eyes, and he's like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> I don't think he knew that that, that there was a triathlon happening, you know. Uh, but you're right, you know, it's a per- per- perfect perfect swim course. You know, you can view, you know, all three sides. You can you know, there's plenty yeah. of spectator spots there. Uh, yeah, hardly, hardly no jellyfish, little tiny ones. 
Uh, a little bit squidgy, weren't they? A little bit squidgy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the run up to transition was good. It's a bit long, you know, barefoot. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. my feet hurt the next day. Yeah. Um, from, from that run, yeah. Oh, oh, over the bridge, in the transition, straight out on the bike course, flat all the way down to Mumbles uh, yeah. on the road there. And then it started to get technical then. Uh, yeah. But yeah, lovely bike course. Uh you know, I think we, because we're from Swansea and we ride the Gower every other weekend, uh, we take it for granted, you know, how, yeah. how nice of a course it is. Uh, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the sheep uh, <laughs> behaved. They didn't stand, you know, they didn't step out on the road. Uh, how did you find the descent coming down Kevin Bryn? That's the long descent all the way down. You, got, you go, go past the lake, uh on the course it was it was probably the highest point of the course yeah lovely lovely descent there were you on on the bars all the way down or on the hoods i think i was on the bars yeah oh brave yeah i think so i think i just tucked in but there's a couple of like from when i wrecked the course there's a couple of like smaller bumps in the road there yeah but yeah i think i was on the bars and just went for it fair play head down tuck in. and yeah. then and then the run on the prom uh on seafront cool. there yeah the again the supporters were unbelievable yeah it was a, I'm no, i don't think i've ever seen a run course so full of people yeah i know both was, both sides of the road you know or the prom yeah. on on the road you know there was a there was a it was it was obviously a boiling day and now the the weather helped make the event yeah. you know uh you know i think if it was miserable wet and and, and windy I don't think we'd enjoy it as much, you know. You know, the the bike course would be tough, uh, yeah. and 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 so so would the run course, you know. Uh, but there was a point at the at the turnaround point towards the bottom, you run past uh, Black Pill, which is a lead, which is a Lido, you know, with the, with the kids' swimming pool. I was so tempted yep. to to, uh, to a jump in there because oh, I was so. Bloody... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, an absolute class event. Uh, can't fault it. Iron Man know what they're doing. You know, I know, that's, know. The, that's the thing I was thinking about it after because immediately after the race I was chatting to some of the, the guys um, on the Ironman team yeah. and they were like really nervous they are like what did you think how was it how was, it? How was the race and I was like honestly from the moment I've arrived to like register etc through to this moment of finishing now I can't think of anything I would change huh. like I thought the organisation was phenomenal like everything was super well thought out and like from the athlete experience like there wasn't anything I'd do differently. No, like, it was fantastic. They nailed it. Like, yeah, for the first hard, attempt. Yeah, exactly. First attempt. I, you know, I, I don't think it could get any better. No, no, you can't think of what I'd change about it. There's nothing. Um, so I think they did phenomenally. But it does help. Like everyone, it, it felt like everyone in Swansea was super on board with it as well. Yes, um, that does yeah. help. In yeah, the, well, in the end, <laughs> in in the end, in the, yeah, yeah, and it's slightly delayed from start, but yeah, we're all we're all peeing on the floor because uh, we were trying to go. <laughs> so you were you wouldn't have seen this because you were at the pro start, but on the age groupers, man, we're all all lined up. You know, there was no way that I was queuing uh, to go and to go into Portaloo and take my wetsuit off. So when they said right, there's a small delay, I was like, oh come on, I'm dying to go, and then. Uh, as the as the delay went on and on, the floor just started getting wetter and wetter. <laughs> and, wetter. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, and as the pros went off and the age groupers and you started walking down, 
uh, to the swim start. It's just it will just piss everywhere. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know. So I wasn't the only one. And 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 wean in a dry <laughs> wetsuit as a man is very difficult. Let me tell you. <laughs> Over imagine. Uh, so this is a big question for you. Will you be yeah. coming back? If it's sunny. <laughs> Agree. I don't think I'll do it if it's raining. No. Yeah, if, it, if it's got another two field on next year um, and the forecast looks good, <laughs> I'd, definitely, I'd definitely be back. Um, so when you, when you plan your races as a pro athlete, can you leave up until the last minute and decide or do you have to plan it in advance? So you can, I mean, the entries usually close like a few weeks before. Um, but generally what I do is I've usually got a pretty good idea of like how my season will look. But I just kind of make decisions when I get closer to the time. Um, and if I need to alter that, then I'll just, if I say, say like hypothetically after Swansea, I'd had an injury and would be able to be beachy. I'd already had to have entered beachy because of the like closer date. Um, I'd just make the decision to not not race and just take my name off the start list. Okay. But generally, I kind of yeah know which races I might do. It's only about I think it's three weeks before, like before the deadline. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. do you tend do you tend to go back to races you enjoy or do well at, or are you like one and done and I'll try and experience a different race? Um, this year I've done more races that I haven't ever done before, like. I I mean, it's a bit of both. So this year I did Landros 7.3 again, and I've done that a couple of times before. Um, I probably next year would like to go back to Ironman Lanzarote again. Um, and I quite like doing new ones. Like, it was great to see Swansea was a new one, Beach was a new one, uh, Luxembourg was a new one as well. Yeah. But I quite happily go back to, like, Luxembourg again next year and race there again, again, Swansea race. Um, but yeah it's a bit of both because it's nice to go back to familiar races because you know the logistics of it yeah so it's just one less thing to worry about and um, with that but equally like the beauty of what we do is we do have the opportunity to like race in multiple locations and it's good to go and you don't really get to do sightseeing do you but it's good to really go and experience a different place to go and race in exactly so, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure it's a bit of both I'm sure if Chapnam had an Ironman 70.3, you'd do it every year. Because yeah, 100%, probably. 100%, I'm doing Swansea every year until they stop. Because I can literally, <laughs> you know, get up and I could cycle to transition if I wanted to. Because uh, it's yeah. your hometown. Uh, yeah. You know, so well supported. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on my calendar 100% until they decide otherwise. Uh, yeah. So your plans for... Mm, next year now what's what's the races have you got coming up have you got world, world champs or something 70.3 yeah, world well, 70.3 world at the end of october okay that's um, in utah yeah utah yes nice. and then i'm going to do uh ironman arizona three weeks afterwards are you staying um, out there in america yeah. for the whole duration yeah amazing like massive usa trip yeah cool so do those two races and then see where i'm at for 2023 okay and we're, and then, is wales on the ever on the radar again for you well they, they only had a male pro field this year oh is it at, at ironman wales yeah oh it's a shame so it wasn't an option but see, see if, if one's back on again i'll, I'll probably uh, make an appearance yeah 
Awesome. Um, but yeah, we just kind of see from there really start start the year probably in Nandarosi again for the first couple of races, and yeah. then uh, look at how the calendar works from that point really. Okay, uh, if Kona come along, would you take it? So I didn't take my slot at, um, at Nandarosi. No. I had the option to. What's the reason? Uh, well, there was a few reasons behind it. So the first one, because initially I never even thought about Kona for this year. So that was that was the big thing. It was never actually in the plan to do. Yeah. The big thing for me to do was I really wanted to qualify for twenty point three worlds because we've now got um, eleven athletes from Passion Fit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. I'll <laughs> so see you there. Yeah, or twenty twenty three. Yeah, so <laughs> like that was the big one, really. Like for twenty twenty two, we've got eleven athletes going from Passion Fit, um, and so I wanted to go and share that experience with them. So yeah. I was the only one this year, like. Um, no one else had like decided to go to Korea for 2022. It's like, oh, thank God I'm having a mix in it. I don't want to go on my own. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go and have that shared experience with everyone. So that was the first reason for not taking the, the slot to Kona. Um, the second reason was there's a lot, a lot of people like they take their slot because they can. It doesn't, you know, because you pay for an annual race license, it doesn't cost you any more to take your slot to Kona. Okay. But if I had taken my slot, that meant that that deprived someone else of the opportunity to go. And I already had those two slots at Lanzarote, and I'd already had a chat to um, the, the other two women who came second and third. And I knew that Elsie was going to take her slot. I had a chat to Elizabeth, and I knew that it was her like pipeline dream to take to have the opportunity to go to Kona. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not. I don't. I'm not planning on going. So why would I take the slot and deprive her of that experience? Um, and another reason was we also want to have as many women represented at championship races as possible so if I took my slot and didn't go that's one less woman who's going to have the option to go so why would I do that but maybe next year the women field GB athletes going over there this year is that nine it's it's amazing yeah it's going to be a lot it's nine who who, who do you reckon is going to come out top Brit out the ladies. I don't know. It's hard to call. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a stacked field. Yeah, exactly. It's a stacked field across the board. Yeah. When you look at like the overall standard of, of women racing, yeah. it, it's going to be a tough one um, to call this year. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Lucy's done well to come back from her injury and at the Worlds the other week. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if she races and if she does, how well she does. Uh, but yeah, Ruth, uh, you know, she do well. Cat Matthews, can't discount yeah. her. You know, no, some great, some great names. I hope we get a female GB winner or at least podium. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 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 What, a 70.3 water at Kona or both? The what, 70.3? Uh, 70.3 or, or Kona, you think? Oh, Akona. Kona. A corner, yeah. Oh, corner, yeah, definitely yeah, will yeah. be. Yeah, will be. Oh, happy Probably days. Together, it? It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will wait. be. Can't yeah, watch it. So there's a guy we know, uh, Craig Jones, who, who has a corner party. You know, and he, and he invites all. We all do the, that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he invites all all the triathletes around. I'm still waiting for my invite, uh, Craig. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, if you want. <laughs> well, Cheltenham's only a couple of hours away, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Class. 
so thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Have you got any sessions planned this evening or any uh, or any clients no, in? I'm, I'm done for the day. Are you? Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's not. I mean, in, in about in about an hour and a bit, I'll probably be in bed. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> Rock and roll lifestyle. Uh, I tell it. <laughs> Being a two athlete, like me and Tom said before you come on, you know, it is it is a lifestyle, isn't it? You know, and we're all exactly. we're all we're all in bed by by nine o'clock. You know, I'm sleeping by ten and then I'm up at five thirty yeah. and I'm getting my training done before the kids wake up or you know, uh but yeah, I love it. I love it. Best thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, it's class. You know, the community like we we, we since I'm on Swansea, we've had sixty six new members join the club. Have you? Um, yeah. So we're so we're up to like 216, 217 members now. That's uh, amazing. That's amazing, yeah. So we're like one of the biggest triathlon clubs in Wales and the fastest growing. Uh and it's all on the back of of what we did at Iman Swansea, you know. Everybody there oh, with the same that. yeah, with the same kit and you know, all 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 support in and having a good best laugh. Kit in Wales that day. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, you can tell Tom, right, we didn't copy him, but what we did is we take inspiration. There's a difference right, between copying and I like inspiration. It. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lid, thank, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate uh, you. Well, thanks us. for having me on. I was quite excited. Yeah, so we'd be looking forward to seeing your results now uh, for the next couple of races and on to next year. And we wish you all the best yep. and we hope to see you in Swansea again. Yep, I'm in 2023 World. Happy days. Finland, here we come. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you booked your flights yet or anything? No, do it a week before, isn't it? Yeah. Well, my road trip over actually. Is it? That's a bit of a drive. A bit of a drive, isn't it? Yeah, let me know how much diesel. Yeah, let me know how much petrol money you want, then I'll I'll jump in. There's always going to be room. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lid. Right, take it easy, guys. I'll catch you later. See you. Okay. Bye. What a legend! Ah, uh, classmate. Absolutely class. What a lovely, lovely lady, professional triathlete. Amazing. Pro- you know, proper like, down to earth, isn't she? Proper down to earth. And she's an honorary SVT member now. Uh, we're going to have to do a kit swap. I'm going to have to send her some socks and a cap or something. And she'll send some passion fit stuff down. Uh, but yeah, mate, so refreshing mm. to see uh, somebody down to earth and a bloody good triathlete as well. Yeah. Class. Absolutely class. Uh, I can so listen I to her that, talk all day. To be fair, yeah, yeah, she she's just like anybody else in the club, yeah. you know, fits right, fits right well in. So happy days. Uh, so that's this month's podcast done and dusted. Boom. Uh, well, we one hour. Hey, we done we done well there, as in like time wise. Yeah, because I got right. I, I on my printouts. I think I got six or seven sheets. Oh yeah. You know, so so uh, yeah, we've gone through that pretty quick. Uh, so yeah, just want to wish everybody good luck for Wales. You know, do the club proud, do yourself proud. You know, that you know, do your training justice, and enjoy it. And we'll see yeah. you down in Tempe. Yeah. So, so I, soak it up from the word go, and even yeah, like exactly. the registration the the day before. Yeah, mate, it's it's going to be like Swansea on steroids. Mm. I think I think it's it's Swansea but bigger. Yeah, you know, and oh, if, and, question. And, if, and if the weather is playing ball it's going to be great so, are you coming down or are you uh, I, can, I can't come down yeah oh yeah you um, told me yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, at the moment it's a no yeah but, all right well i'm sure you'll 
see all the stuff going on on socials. Yeah. Uh, we've got a new outro. Very excited about. We have. We have. So, so thank you very is, much. For- is it time? Is it time? <laughs> it, it is time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much to Craig Ellery Scooter for, for putting this together. I hope you don't mind us using it for the podcast. I haven't even asked him. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he sent it to Lloydie and Lloydie's put it on to me and I've gone, you know what, that's really catchy. Yeah. We'll, we'll use that on the podcast. Yeah, class. So have a listen and let me know what everybody thinks. Swim, bike and run We <laughs> smash it all Class. Shape, sizes, and age. We welcome all. Best kit in Wales. Pink, yellow, and blue. Swansea Vale tribe. Swansea Vale tribe. We started with four. But that soon Affiliation and a committee group. Best club in Wales, and that's official too. Swansea Vale try, Swansea Vale try. Noisy sounds of SVT support crew. Flavoured gins Set the night on fire Drink, dance and sing Deep into the night Swansea Vale try Swansea Vale try We're taking over Swansea 70.3 Bikes and Gleaming through the sun And we'll chase you down Like a junkyard dog <laughs> Swansea Vale try Swansea Vale try Swim, bike and run We smash it all Shape, sizes and age What a legend. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? It's so catchy. I love it. And I tell you something now. No other Try Club has got their own little song, have they? <laughs> right? So both called Try, Aaron, right? You know, come on. Step up to the plate. Let's hear it. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> Class. All right, top man, mate. Yeah. We'll catch up over after uh, Ironman Wales now. 
yeah, look forward to yeah. that. And uh, good good luck to you. Good luck to everyone. And um, yeah, smash it. Oh, man. Thank you, mate. Take it easy. Turn up.